The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, DJs, it is Tuesday, November 7th. It's election day. Go out and vote. Or not. And bet on something at NHL. Or not. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, man, such a light day today. Such a light day. It's a vacation day from sports. And um, famous parting words for me, uh, I, I do recall, I think uh, the quote was, I don't feel good about it. I, I really don't like it. Fucking Jets. God damn it, Max. Well, at least we, we didn't put them in the parlay. Now, the parlay failed anyway because fucking Toronto came from, you know, uh, a deficit and won in overtime against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had that game. I thought we I thought we were going to hit. And, uh, Dallas Mavs, they did their thing. Um, and uh, the Vancouver Canucks did their easily did their thing. Edmonton did, Oilers yeah, are yeah. one of the one of the worst teams in hockey right now. It's, it's absolutely atrocious. But man, that Jets offense is atrocious. It's just bad. Like this Chargers defense isn't very good. They brought in a guy that was supposed to, you know, Staley was supposed to make, be the defensive guy there after years of toiling with bad defense. Their defense is not very good. <laughs> You know, they, they've got the one, what, the other Bosa brother, right? they got one guy on their defense that you can, you know, kind of pick out of a lineup. That defense isn't very good. Made the Jets offense made the Chargers defense look like the fucking 86 Bears, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, it was just fucking terrible. Um, and and the, I think the storyline here is Jets great defense, zero offense. Nothing. Nothing went right for the Jets yesterday. And you kind of, at least I kind of thought, you know, all right, the three points, yeah, the Jets have it. But then when we did the podcast, it had moved to three and a half. Like, oh, are the Sharps on the Chargers here? What's going on? Funny thing is, I broke down the Chargers. All my notebook, I broke down the Chargers. Minus three. And then you said three and a half. I'm like, ah, okay. You got me on the hook. But I didn't like it. I what is it? Is Aaron Rodgers really supposed to make magic of this team? They they so-called improved. They went and got pieces. Brees Hall running back. They got wide receivers. 
there's still dog shit, Max. Like, I, I feel like I'm being spoon-fed a Chinese knockoff of something that's supposed to be sold to me as a, a quality product. They're not. They're not good. I'm done with this Kool-Aid. Bury the Jets. They're not going to be in the bare bottom five, but they're not going to the playoffs, Max. I Stick a fork in them. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fair because we talked about it yesterday, the AFC incredibly incredibly competitive so it's going to be hard for them at four and four right now uh, they still have a chance but i mean um honestly i mean zach wilson didn't have a bad day uh, he got sacked eight times that offensive line was not very good yesterday he got sacked eight times um 263 yards zero touchdowns zero interceptions it's fu- it's a fine performance it's fine it's, it's not like an absolute horrendous performance but it's not going to win you games, right? And uh, I tell you, you know, you talk about was was Aaron Rodgers supposed to be magically supposed to get this Jets team better? Yeah, he was. Look what he did for Green Bay for the last few seasons. That Green Bay team's not very good. But we're seeing I, that too. You know, and and it's just even even taking Devontae Adams out of Green Bay, he's fine. He's okay. Now he can argue that he doesn't have a quarterback throwing to him, but he had Aaron fucking Rodgers throwing to him, and he, he was amazing. So to me, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, big difference maker here. I think I, I think Rodgers out there, the Jets are definitely a competitive team, playoff bound team. Without Aaron Rodgers, uh, just Zach Wilson, just a, again, I can't criticize. He didn't have a bad performance, Panther, but he doesn't. Have, he didn't have a performance that's going to be like, okay, this is going to win you some games. Six points of offense, six fucking points of offense, and that's following up like what? What was that? Um, overtime, thirteen points of offense last week against the Gi- uh, Giants. You know. Like, yeah, here you go. Six points this week, uh, 13 the week before. They beat the Eagles 20-14. to 14. Again, their defense, fantastic. They did put a 31 spot against the Broncos, which, I mean, unless you're uh, sick Patrick Mahomes, you're going to put a 31 spot against the Broncos. Uh, 23-20 loss to the Chiefs, so they only put 20 points there. They only put 10 points up against the Patriots. They only put 10 points up against the Cowboys and 16 points against the Bills in that catastrophic Aaron Rodgers injury game. Um, they're like, I'm taking the Broncos game out of the mix here. Let's just, just, you know, you know, when you're doing like this, let's take the highs and lows out. Let's take a high. And, problem is I can't take the lows out because there's three times that they scored like 10 points. <laughs> so, Oh no, sorry. Oh, this was the six. Sorry. This was the low, the six. Okay. I'll take the six out. I'll take the six and 31 out. There are 12 point team Panther. Well, and that's some of the things I talk about when, I, you know, we talk about other teams, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, some of these other teams where I, you know, 20, 21 point teams. I talk about where they're not explosive. The big difference here, and I didn't really get a chance to comment it on yesterday, is there's nothing about the Jets that scares you. At least with the Chargers, Herbert can throw the deep ball. They can go deep. They can have a big play. Austin Eckler can break for a big play. Who on the Jets is going to do that? Reese Hall? Maybe? Probably not. Like, they're, they don't scare you. So that means that they're going to get their 75-yard drives and have to put it in, take their eight minutes, 12 plays, and put it in the end zone. And when you don't, you throw for 260 yards, which sounds good, right? We should have scored two or three times at 260 yards. But a lot of those yards are making up for the eight sacks he took. Like, they're just... 
you can't go backwards and then throw forward and punt. It it just it's a shit show. They're not explosive. They don't have an explosive factor to that offense. They're very blah, right? Three yards in a cowl of dust. Throw for the screen pass. Maybe you get a seven-yard pass, ten-yard pass. There's nothing about the Jets that scares you, and that's what's going to keep them from being successful until they get some kind of playmaker that can, you know, and maybe Aaron Rodgers is the, is the one, right? Stretch the field, get the receivers downfield, at least threaten with the deep ball. But this team, the way it's set up right now, and nobody afraid of this Jets offense. Listen, I'm not giving the Chargers a pass in this game either, Panther. I know the score says 27 to 6, but uh, I mean, their offense was dog shit yesterday, too. And again, testament to the Jets' defense, great fucking defense. Their offense was dog shit. I mean, they scored a, a 87 yard touchdown on a punt return. That that was one of their scores right there. Um, they had, uh, let's see, uh, Eckler had a pair of uh, touchdowns, like, you know, rushing touchdowns. I mean, and, and then some field goals i mean it wasn't it wasn't a dominant performance like i'll say maybe field position but i was gonna i i missed i I missed an opportunity here panther because i really fucked this up um i could have told you two stat lines and could have guessed the quarterback and you probably would have been wrong justin (laughs) herbert justin herbert was 16 for 30 for 136 yards no touchdowns no interceptions like that to me is a fucking zach wilson performance you know like Justin Herbert uh, got outplayed by Zach Wilson yesterday. Like I'm just gonna say that, but you know the Chargers defense was just eh more better than than the uh, the the Jets defense. The special teams was better, and you know they got good field position for Eckler. Eckler only had 47 yards on the ground. It's not like it's not like he was dominant. Um, no no touchdowns in the air. It was it was yeah it was the pair of touchdowns uh, on the ground and the the punt return and then some field goals. I, I'm sorry, this Chargers team make that good either. No, we already know that. So if you're not a very good team and you lose to a not very good team, you're really not a very good team. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, again, uh, three fumbles lost. Like Zach Wilson fumbled the ball tw- uh, three times. He lost it twice. Uh, Garrett Wilson lost the ball. So uh, there you go. I mean, there was, uh, you know, let's see, the Los Angeles um, – it's so tough for me to say Los Angeles, San Diego, the fucking Chargers. Uh, no fumbles, right? I mean, if you're li- li- looking at the uh, the uh, let's look at the team stats here, um, turnovers, yeah, three nothing. I mean, you lose the turnover battle like that, you- you're not going to win this game. It's, oh, turnover! It's, it's, it's not you're not you're not winning a game with a three fucking zero uh, turnover fucking ratio. Yeah, you can look at India. Regardless of what the stats were on the the production side, passing and rushing, if you go and start looking at sacks, turnovers, penalties, and special team scores, if you're losing those categories, you're losing the game. And the Jets lost every single one. They had time of possession and lost every single one of those categories. So that was your Monday Night Football. Uh, And that'll do it for our Monday, uh, our football talk. Oh, we'll be back uh, talking football tomorrow, of course, with the D-Gen rank. Uh, let's talk a little baseball, Panther. I want to talk a little baseball because a couple things happened yesterday in uh, baseball. Uh, one is the Mets. The Mets are hiring a manager. It feels like they're 10th manager since Kerry Collins left. I, I know that's hyperbole, but it's at least their fourth because, you know, Carlos Beltran didn't last very fucking long. Um Carlos Mendoza 
new Mets manager. He spent uh, last few years, let's say he spent 15 years with the Yankees in multiple roles. Most recently, past four seasons, Aaron Boone's bench coach. So there you go. Carlos Mendoza moving the needle for you as a Mets. Uh, well, I'm a Mets fan. I, just if you're a Mets fan, Carlos Mendoza moving the Mets, uh, the fucking needle for you. No, but quite honestly, when it comes to baseball, I think generally speaking, the managers are overrated. The players do the hard work. You set a lineup, you throw them out there. Either your general manager pays some players and gives you players, and they go out and do their job, or they don't. Managing baseball, in my opinion, really isn't that hard. Um, so as long as they, you know, listen, they got rid of Verlander. They got rid of Scherzer. They actually played good baseball. They played with some heart. Now, my big takeaway here, you're the Mets fan. I, my, my first reaction when I saw this scrolling across the bottom of ESPN last night, a Yankee. The Mets hired a Yankee. I'm not a Mets fan, but that just seems like a clear violation of some kind of moral clause, is it not? Oh no, I'd hire I'd hire Aaron Boone. Oh, I like Aaron Boone. I, I, in a heartbeat, I'd hire I'd hire him. Honestly, so not Girardi. Girardi's a piece of shit. So fuck him. Like I would never hire fucking Girardi. Girardi can go fuck himself. Uh, if Joe Torre was available a couple years ago, I would have taken Joe Torre as well. So I mean, to me, yeah. Listen, I mean. I get. I guess there is a taboo and unspoken fucking you know. But I mean, they took David Cohn from us. They took Dwight Gooden from us. You know, I mean, uh, they they took. Uh, um, sorry, I sorry, Daryl Strawberry. I mean, they took all these guys from us. So I, I'll, I'll take a fucking bench coach. It's fine. It's just my problem is like I mean, they were talking about Craig Council. We'll get to Craig Council in a minute. That was the that, that was who the Mets were fucking eyeing up, and I I feel like they settled right. I mean, you know. So here's a guy who, again, has interviewed for some jobs recently. Um, he lost out the Detroit job to A.J. Hinch. He lost out the Boston job to Alex Cora. He lost a Chicago job to Pedro Grafal. Um, and now he's the Mets manager. So it doesn't, it doesn't stoke a lot of, like, enthusiasm for you. He's like a guy that's been passed over for fucking Detroit, fucking, you know, the fucking White Sox. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, man. Um and he probably was he probably was the backup plan because I don't think it's a coincidence that this came out the same time the Craig Council information came out. Oh, absolutely, he was backup. I, I'll get to that in one second. I, my, my other point though is I, I over under how many years this dude lasts because here you go: Buck Walter, two seasons; Louis Rojas, two seasons; Mickey Calloway, and he's got his fucking problems, two seasons; Carlos Beltran didn't even last a day. So those the, the, he's now the fifth. By the way, the fifth hired manager, I think, since uh, um, uh, Collins left. Like, fuck. Two years? I mean, does, he, does, he, does he make it two years? I think they want some longevity. I mean, your, your managers aren't leaving because, except for Beltran. They're not leaving because they were fired. They're leaving because they're old or done. No, Cal, Cal, Callaway and Rojas both got fired. Uh, well, they both got fired. I, I mean, Collins got forced out. I I was opposed for Collins to leave. They forced him out. I thought he was stability. I thought he was great. And they're like, eh, we need to we need to get a younger guy in here. Yeah, and I think you've got the younger guy. And this is the um, hire right from the, the the owner, the new owner, and this is his quote unquote handpicked guy. Even though he's a leftover handpicked guy, but. I think they've got to give him a chance. We'll see what the GM does and what kind of 
money spending. I mean, shit, they're spending money on pitchers that aren't even in the rotation anymore. So we'll see if they still spend or they build the farm system. But I think you've got to give the guy at least three years. All right, which brings us to our other story here real quick is the fact that the uh, Chicago Cubs have a new manager, and that is Craig Cancel. They hired Craig Cancel. The problem is uh, Sex Panther, they still had a manager. They still had David Ross. David Ross was, was had another year on his contract, and they announced that they hired Craig Cancel away from the Mets, well, away from the Brewers, and away from the Mets, I guess. And um, then they fired uh, David Ross. Uh, shitty move. Shitty move, Cubs. Way to go. Very shitty move. Um, makes you wonder what the Brewers were even thinking, letting Council leave, especially for a rival. But yeah, that just, it just stinks. It makes it's a bad look for the Cubs. Now that said, it's a great move for the Cubs. You and I were talking pre-show. We both collectively love Craig Council. I did a great hire for a good young Cubs team that's on the up. But come on. David Ross was part of that World Series team. He's been with the Cubs organization for a long time. You could do better, Chicago. That that was it's a bad look for the management of the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cubs are up and coming team. They're going to spend money in the offseason. I think they realized that they, you know, they it was time for them to bring in a guy that maybe pushes them over the top. And so, you know, they made a great move. It's just a little fucked up. I mean, um to me, like, <laughs> I get it. It's like, well, if we can't get canceled, we're okay with David Ross. Here's a guy, that, listen, seriously, here's a guy that after fucking Madden shit the bed over there, like came in, put in, you know, some stability. I know that there was a couple of down seasons, but that's because they just sh- shred their team of any talents. And he fucking, you know, made them competitive last year. Like he was the one that was like kind of pushing them. So t- for him to not get that shot this year, Kind of messed up, but again, great counsel, hell of a manager, uh, gives the Cubs an opportunity to really, uh, really rebound quickly and become a contender. So we'll see that they're spending money. Cubs should be fun to watch. All right, quick break after that. NHL bets and Panthers got one, yes, one NCAA football bet. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're. Once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. We are back at you. Possibly never even left you, Panther. What what what, what game are we looking at today? Are, are we talking about the two Michigans? Uh, we are. 
We are, and uh, we'll talk about Central Michigan. The Chippewas are going to Western Michigan, take on the Broncos. I was a little suspect of this line because historically Central Michigan has actually been a pretty good um, Mid-America team in that conference, and they still aren't terrible. But the issue that I'm finding and why this line is the way it is is they just have not had much success on the road. Western Michigan has actually been pretty good at home. They've beaten some of the better MAC teams. And so at three points, it kind of pains me to say, I kind of have a little bit of a, I don't want to call it love, but it's a little like for the Chippewas. But I'm going to have to fade them today. I'm going to uh, eat the three points and put 10 bucks on the Broncos. As one of those, I guess, uh, rivalry games, right? The, you know, uh, very, very long-term rivalry, and I think there's a there's a trophy that's given after this one, right? It's like the the no Yeah, I think it's like the um, uh, I think it's called like the Victory Cannon game. It's like a victory. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so someone, someone, you know, in the chat, uh, if you know what the fuck I'm talking about. But there's some kind of like, I'm, I, listen, I watched Mac <laughs> football for a while, and um, I remember that these these guys, uh, you know, they, they've they've been playing well over a hundred years that these teams have been playing. Um, listen, it's it's hard for me not to like uh, Central Michigan here. Like I, 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 getting the three, I just I I think they straight up win this one. I I wow. know that uh, yeah I listen I I know that uh you know road woes aside I I just think that Central Michigan's the better team and I don't know um I'm trying to I'm trying to see let's see how they've done against the spread uh, Central Michigan it's a win it's a loss loss uh, so again ATS not so great <laughs> so <laughs> maybe not uh but yeah I. Again, I'm, I'm I'm putting my old Mac hat on here, my Max Mac hat on, and uh, I'll I'll go Central Michigan with the points there. And how many That's times do we say how, how many times did we say Michigan in that segment? Because that was a lot. Well, we we prefaced it with some kind of direction, right? Central, Western. Um, we weren't referring to those cheaters over in Ann Arbor. Oh, fair point. Fair point. Okay, uh, over over to the ice now. We do have a full slate of hot. Is it no no? This is. This just tells you about the demographics of a certain uh, sport is uh, basketball takes off for election day. (laughs) (laughs) Hockey has a full slate of games, Panthers. So pick, pick and choose whatever you, whatever you want for, for hockey today. Hey, they've got the networks, right? They can, they can double header, triple header, you name it. Hockey dominates today. And there's four games that I like. We're going to start off with Minnesota. The Wild going to New York, take on the Islanders. This Wild team, I'm really having a hard time getting a pulse on them. I know we've really kind of liked them, particularly at home, the last couple of years. But this is a team that just kind of can't really find its stride at home or away. I like both New York teams. I like the Islanders. I like the Rangers. But I really like the Islanders at home. And at only minus 130, Maybe I'm misreading this, but this is an easy play, Max. Give me the Islanders for ten bucks. Yeah, I don't know what spooked me off of this one. Let me let me look at the money in the public on this. Something spooked me off. Yeah, minus one thirty in the Islanders. Maybe it's just the line itself. Just kind of like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, but yeah, listen, Minnesota off off year. Uh, they were never really good on the road anyway, right? This is a team that was was not very good on the road. Um, so. 
I think you're on the right side. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm not betting this one. I'm, I'm not going to do it. See ya. I should be on the Islanders with you. Minus 130 probably just like freaked me out. But yeah, tons of moral support. I think the Islanders get it done today. All right, next game up, we'll talk about a couple of mediocre or maybe even sub-mediocre teams. The Seattle Kraken going to Arizona to take on the Coyotes. You know, it wasn't too long ago where the Coyotes were universally considered one of the, if not the worst team in the NHL. They're playing much better hockey. They've got some quality wins under their belt, and they're at home, which I do like Arizona when they're at home. Going against a Seattle team that sold off some pieces last year, kind of still trying to find their way. They're not terrible. They're not good. I think on on an even line, I can get behind the home team. Let's put 10 bucks on the Coyotes. Another one I I probably should be on as well. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Moral support. Minus this line has shifted. Minus one. Now that's probably why. <laughs> no, I, minus one ten is still probably within my re- reason of of betting Arizona. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm just, maybe I was just up early and I was like, yeah, just glanced over a couple of these games. I like this one a lot. Arizona should be a, a really solid play uh, at home. Only minus one ten. Yeah, another lean. Moral support on the Coyotes. And by the way, I di- I did look it up. I did confirm that there is. Um, so that rivalry, the, the central Michigan, Western Michigan goes back to 1907. That's the rivalry. And they've got this victory cannon trophy. See, I was right. Uh, that started in 2008 and, uh, Western Michigan has held the trophy nine times and, uh, CMU, uh, six times. So there you go. They're, they're fighting for the victory cannon trophy tonight, Panther. So very important matchup in Mac football. I had to put my Mac hat back on and remember that from, from years past. What a memory! What a memory Max has. Uh, you're gonna find out. You're gonna find some kind of similarities with what I'm doing today because there's a lot of historically bad teams that I'm betting on or against. And here's another one: Pittsburgh at Anaheim. Anaheim, another one of those teams that hasn't been very good. I know last year they were dog shit, but this year. They're on a winning streak. They might be one of the hottest teams in hockey right now. They knocked off Boston. They knocked off the Golden Knights. This team has got some wins and some notches in their belt. They're at home against a Pittsburgh team that I honestly don't like. And this is chalky as hell. Not only is this a value play, I really do believe the Anaheim Mighty Ducks can win this game outright. Give me the Ducks plus 140 for 10 bucks. God, I love your hockey plays today. Another moral support lean on Anaheim. I should be betting this one as well. Like, really, uh, this this is a, this is a hell of a fucking play here. Uh, plus one thirty six, we can get right now. Um, that's yeah, I, I I agree. I think all all you know, all all good things must come to an end. Six game winning streak. Uh, can they extend it to seven? Maybe they can. Maybe the Ducks can. At some point, they'll fall off. I don't know if the Penguins are going to do it, especially the Penguins minus 150. So, yeah, uh, big, big lean on the Ducks. All right, last game up for me. The Philadelphia Flyers are going to San Jose. If you go four for four on this one. Dude, listen, I know you said (laughs) you can't lose them all, but San Jose looks like they could. This team's dog shit. Could you imagine playing 11 games in the season and your goals for is just a cut hair over one 1.09 goals per game and they're giving up nearly five they're terrible they're absolutely terrible i can't believe i am going to eat almost minus 200 on the philadelphia flyers but it's a lot give me the flyers for 20 bucks i gotta i gotta double it to make 
think it makes sense. Uh, yeah, moral support again. I just too much. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I, I know it's my, painful, right? It's terrible. I couldn't fucking do it. Oh man. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think you're on the right side. San Jose. Uh, just it's in. I mean, all you other hockey fans out there, let me know. In recent memory, has there been a team worse? I I like honestly, this team is a complete disaster. I I'm trying. I've seen some bad hockey, and you know, as a Devils fan in recency, I've seen some bad hockey as well. I cannot like. I would say San Jose worst team in hockey, and then Edmonton, and then dot dot dot, dot 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 Calgary, dot 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 Chicago. You know, I mean, that's like San Jose's bad. So yeah, moral support. On the Flyers. It's free money, man. Just free money. Just fade Edmonton and San Jose. Easy money. That's it. What else? All you right. Got? Yeah, I got two games I'm actually betting on. Uh, let's uh, let's let's go to uh, St. Louis, where Winnipeg's in town. Uh, the uh, the Jets find themselves minus one thirty is the best line I can get. Winnipeg's pretty good team. Um, actually. Uh, Seems to be a better team on the road than they are at home. St. Louis, listen, they, they've put us some fight. They've won two in a row. Uh, actually, a pretty good home team, four and one. So it's going to be tough. But I think uh, I think the Jets get it done today. So I'm a little bit nervous the way that uh, St. Louis has been playing at home. But I think it's a little bit of a mirage. Ten dollar bet on the Jets. This is another one of those coin flips. A little too close to call. I think I liked Winnipeg, but not at minus 135, maybe at 110, 115. I could get behind it. St. Louis at home is always dangerous. Uh, so, yeah, coin flip, but I will give you more support and lean Winnipeg. All right, I mentioned one of those really awful teams in the league, and that is the Calgary Flames. And the Calgary Flames are at home hosting the Predators, and Calgary's minus 134. So you're telling me that that, that Nashville ain't, going to you know be competitive against this calgary flames team i think i think nashville straight up wins this one not very good road team i get that but i'm getting plus 115 on this i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on the predators here ten dollar bet on nashville see that's the problem calgary favored why i i don't i didn't get it i think nashville's the better team confident nashville's the better team and i get it they're on the road but a dog i like no, I couldn't get there. Something smells about this one. Spooked me off, so I'll lean Nashville. All right. Well, listen, I I sadly like your plays better than mine today, so let's just do an all-Panther, all-NHL parlay today. Uh, let's do – we're going to lock in the Islanders, right? Minus 130. Yeah. We're going to lock in the Coyotes, minus 110, and the Ducks, plus 136, and that parlay will pay you 698. On this Tuesday, Election Day, and that'll do it for us. Till tomorrow, DJ and Rank, Panther, take us home. DJ and Rank tomorrow, and pretty good chance we go right at 6 Eastern sharp because I'm doing something different. It's going to work better. So if you guys want to listen, plan on 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Um, But you know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on X Twitter, and mostly exclusively, it's right here in the asylum. I mean, for us almost a full house in here listening live so if you guys can listen live join our discord channel shoot the shit with us call us out by name we'll holler right back but mostly just 
Tell us what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.